0: The Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the Heavenly Authority series. So let's join Bible teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, Pastor Greg Scalzo.
1: In this series on heavenly authority, we've gone through a lot of scriptures in the Bible. And if you remember where we are, we're in um, that section where we're looking at the different offices, different ministries in the New Testament church. And we saw in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 28, there is this office of administrations. And we've discussed um, in some detail uh, the words overseer or bishop the word pastor or shepherd, the word presbyter or elder, and we've seen how those words are used in the New Testament interchangeably. And when we left off, we left off last time, we were in First Timothy chapter 3, and we were looking at the qualifications, the criteria, that Paul gives to Timothy for those who are in service, in administration, the helmsman, the directors of the church. And if you remember, he said, this is a faithful saying. If a man desires the position of a bishop, of an overseer, he desires a good work, or some translations will say, a noble task. So it's a noble aspiration. And then he goes on to talk about the criteria, and for such a noble position, the person must yield themselves to a life of righteousness, to have a noble life for a noble purpose, and he says that the bishop, the overseer, must be blameless, blameless, irreproachable. Uh, Remember the Greek word was cannot be laid hold of, uh, that their reputation was was blameless. We discussed in depth how nobody is perfect, all sin, all fall short of the glory of God, but the need for this position Um, And we'll see why later on, also, the person should be somebody that has lived their life, at least in the present, in a way that does not bring shame onto the church. And then it says, the husband of one wife, and we discussed that, temperate or sober, sober sober-minded or self-controlled, or remember the Greek word meant safe in mind, sound in mind. Uh, Of good behavior and we looked at that Greek word it meant well ordered well arranged proper decent a proper decent exterior and an arranged an orderly arranged interior things right ordered structured in their lives that they are then able to give the order of what the Word of God is make them known in an orderly way that the people grasp them and that's all in that word good behavior hospitable love of strangers, love of foreigners, to be able to welcome into the church those who are different. Every tribe, tongue, language are welcomed into the body of Christ. And then we left off last time with able to teach, apt to teach. Even though not every elder is called as a teacher to have the ministry of being able to get up in the church and teach, and we discussed that difference, Every elder should be able to teach. People will come to them with questions as they are the elders, the overseers, uh, the leaders of the church, and they should know the foundations of their faith in Christ Jesus to be able to share it with others. And that's where we left off last time. Now, verse 3, it says, not given to wine. In the NIV, it says, uh, not given to drunkenness. Uh, The word there in the Greek is paroinos, and it means um, it comes from para, near, or beside, and oinos, wine, so it's staying near wine, tarrying near wine, or given to wine. And then in front of it is may, which is the negative, so not. Not paroinos, not near wine, not tarrying at wine, Uh, not one who sits or longs at his wine. There's um, some uh, footnotes will say not addicted. And obviously wine is not the only thing a person can be addicted to. That's the primary meaning, this negative particle in front of the word being near or being beside or close to wine, not being near to wine. And then a secondary meaning, Uh, And you'll see this in some translation, the ASV, it'll say, uh, not a brawler, not abusive or brawling. Obviously, the secondary meaning comes off the fact that if somebody is near wine, given to wine, longing for wine, many times they become brawlers. And that's why you'll see two different translations on that. So, not given to wine, and then not violent, and the two obviously are connected, not violent. Um, Again, that negative word, may, and plaketase, that word means a striker, pugnacious, a bully, Um, and it comes from the root word to strike, to smite, not a striker, not a brawler. And obviously, we've talked about how that can be connected to the first, not given to wine. Although some people do not need the incentive of wine and drugs to be brawlers. Some people can just, of their own, their own nature, can be fighters and are constantly looking for a fight, and they don't need really any incentive, any substance to let them go off in anger and violence. And so you have this emphasis here of the negative, not a drunk, not a violent person. And we can see why, right? This is not these are not the characteristics you want in the leadership and the helmsman of your church. Doesn't mean they might not have been when they before they were saved, but there's something drastically wrong. If in the church, those that are saved, that are in Christ, are lifted up to that position and these characteristics are there. And you can be an angry person without being necessarily violent, right? Some people are not physically brawlers, but they're always mad. They're always fighting. Now, there's some things we are supposed to be angry over, and there is a fight. We are in a battle, the Bible tells us that, and our leadership should be well-equipped in the fight against demonic activity, against the forces of the devil, against the world. But that's different from having an angry spirit and just looking for trouble and looking to constantly be at odds with people. So, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. Again, another negative. He's emphasizing these things. Again, may, the negative, Uh, the word is, I scrunchedis. It means greedy for base gain. Fond of sordid gain. Now, some of your translations will not have it. It won't be in the NIV because it's not in that um, old manuscript that a lot of them use. It's in the textus receptus. So if you don't see it in the translation you have, that's the reason for it. But it should be in there. Um, It's in the received text. Not greedy for base or sordid gain for money. These are things that... Uh, you don't want in your leadership. Uh, and he gives it by a series of negatives. Not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. But what? What should they be? And the word then is gentle. Gentle. Epi-ekes. epi case, epi Gentle. Epi-onto. Ekeos means seemly, fitting, appropriate. A little different sometimes than we think of gentle. Someone that is... Appropriate, mild, seemly or fitting, they're equitable, they're fair-minded, they're forbearing. One uh, Greek translator says, sweet reasonableness, to be a reasonable person that expresses considerateness that looks humanely and reasonably at the facts of a case. So not just gentle as we think of gentle, obviously gentle as we think of it, but more than that, very fair-minded, equitable, and so forbearance is a characteristic that the person has, and so you would say they're a gentle person. They're not a confrontational or angry person. They look at a situation with a fair mind, an appropriate mind, and so they deal with people in a gentle way, in a meek way. How important that is that overseers, that elders, that pastors be equitable, be fair-minded, be reasonable, reasonable people, forbearing with others and gentle in the way that they approach and deal with the situations. And when you start to look at all these words, Paul gives such a list here, you get a very good picture of what the elder, what the leader should and should not be. And when you consider it, you have to say, yeah, we should have the one and not the other. Because we've seen enough in church history that when you have the other, it does bring shame upon the church. Now, no, no person is the embodiment of Christ. No person stands in the place of the Lord. Only Jesus is the mediator. But certainly for the sake of the church, for those who are coming in, for those who are being saved, for those who are young in the Lord, And for those outside the church that are looking and they're looking and they're they're confused, they don't quite understand this gospel, and they want to know what's going on, certainly to have men of that nature leading the church rather than bringing shame brings a commendation upon the church that people say things are being done in the right way. This is something we need to know more about. He gives another negative here not quarrelsome not quarrelsome. Quarrelsome, that's contrast to being gentle, right? The King James will say, not a brawler. Uh, It's a negative word that means not a battle, not a fight, not a combat, not a quarrel. So abstaining from fighting, not fighting, some translations will say peaceable, not contentious, uh, not having a tendency to quarrel. And you can obviously see that. In a lot of church situations, things will come up, divisions come up, people start to argue, and if the leader doesn't know how not to be part of the argument, but rather be someone that's fair-minded and reasonable, that can settle the argument on the church is in trouble. So gentle, not quarrelsome. You say, why is Paul being so repetitious? Well, each one of these words is slightly different, but he wants to make sure they understand who should be selected. What people should be selected to these positions as overseers? So peaceable, not quarrelsome, and then uh, not covetous. Uh, that's in the New King James. The King James, the NIV will say, not a lover of money. Um, that word there is a philaguros. And if you think about it, the A is a negative. And philos, we know, is love, right? Philos, like Philadelphia love, to be fond of, and agoras was silver. So, philagoras means to be a lover of silver. Athilagoras means not to love, not to be a lover of silver, not to be a lover of money. Someone without a love of money. Someone free from a love of money. And you know that money and the love of money, money is a tool. Money is a tool to be used, but that constant love of money, grasping at money, can be the root of all evils. You
0: can hear hundreds of Bible study programs on our church website at shiarjashub.org. Don't forget to visit us on the Shiar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. We live stream the Sunday message... At 10:30 a.m. and then all the programs are up on YouTube to watch 24-7. You can search for the channel on YouTube or you can use the link we have placed on the Shearjashub.org homepage. Please join us next time for Shear